0: Hi there and welcome to See she's not she's not here again but still I can't do and I can't swear because of the YouTube thing I can't do I can just wait a couple of seconds a fucking <laughs> intro I can't do a fucking intro just ah welcome to episode 71 of the ADHD adults this is the ninth edition of our pathetic but ultimately doomed to fail experiment of adding more bafflement to your lives on a Thursday as usual, Alex has tinkered with the script. I am James <laughs> Brown, the man with fewer ability to do grammar than a rubber plant, and literally
1: less brain cells as well. <laughs> I think I did that before. I forgot to delete that bit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thanks, Al. And as usual, I'm joined by the man who chose to who chose to correct people's use of what is a very flexible language over having any friends at all. The bald face and fucking ball ache. That is Dr. Alex Connor. Alex, hi.
1: Um, is this is this another Thursday one? It's, I really don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> Hello, yes. I want to remind people this is an extra Thursday one. We started the podcast originally for educational reasons, and it turns out people always ask for more personal reflections and bonus content. <laughs> 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 And i clearly <laughs> forgot to write any of this <laughs> but and i've got more time because i'm not allowed in the doctor's surgery anymore because i'm apparently so frightened of them it raises my <laughs> blood pressure amazing <laughs> and james has got more time because what? he's what you just what <laughs> i'm pretty sure you said what Did james has got more time yeah
0: yeah it was like a this, is a brill- this is a brilliant. This is this is worse than when Mrs ADHD said it, this it is, is yeah. It, in- it's this is incoherence, yeah. awfulness.
1: And James you- has got more time because we don't bother writing scripts anymore. <laughs> no, clearly,
0: or or no. Well, James has got more time because Alex fucking tinkers with the scripts. This taming of the shrew of a podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, one of his worst. One of the problem uh, <laughs> plays. I think we. We call them. Out. really, we... isn't it?
0: Uh,
1: I don't know. Sorry, one, one calls them. Oh, god, yes.
0: <laughs> anyway, this um, podcast <laughs> is also a tragedy in three parts. We'll discuss how the week has been between podcasts from our perspective as adults with ADHD and Alex's as a psychopath. Um, We'll take some questions from the community, um, which we'll try and answer, and then we'll talk a little bit more about this week's theme, which
1: was CBT. So, Alex, how was your week? Um, Yeah, it was going really well until today, really. Oh, God. Three words for you, James. Soft play area. Oh, my God. And, And a German one, where people put their bags and coats on, like, the only chairs and then they fuck off for two hours. So you, you can't... The noise of the... It was, it was like how I imagined the SOM sounded, but people were even less happy to be there. It was. Oh, I saw things today, James. Sticky, sticky things. <laughs> ding. ding. <laughs> Talk about timeline. It was like someone had find, found a way to make seven minutes last eight hours. That was after as well, my... Daughter, my six-year-old daughter had to go. My wife to the to the doctor, and the doctor prescribed homeopathy, <laughs> as well as the Veruca medicine, obviously, to increase immune system. I googled the substance, and I don't know what to do about a complaint. Oh, the water. Well, yeah, no, the one <laughs> it said it was, which the only known medical effect of it is that it can increase brain damage. Amazing. Of course, there isn't any in there because there are a okay. bunch of charlatans. <laughs> but boy, absolutely insane that a medical professional can mm. would ever dream of doing that. So yeah, pissed off uh, about those two things. But otherwise, yeah, uh,
0: t- two things. One, uh, you said it's it's like someone managed to make five minutes feel like ten hours. Yeah. That that's that's just spending time with you. Oh, you know, five minutes with you feels like, God, forever. It's awful. And the second thing is, I just feel like you're rubbing your fertility in my face. Oh, look at me with my massive family. <laughs> <laughs> look at me with, with my huge offspring of kids and you can't have any. As usual, thanks That's, for
1: that. That is, as you well know, only 80% <laughs> of what I meant. Anyway, how you? was
0: your week, James? Yes, thank you. Oh. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um slowly getting back to normality after things that have happened obviously in the last few weeks. Um, but interestingly, um I found a new hyper focus. And that's and anybody that, that, that was into um oh uh, sports management games in the early twenty first century, I'm back into football yeah. manager. Oh uh, so uh, I, I don't know. I know. So I- imagine you're a football manager, Al, and yeah. it's a
1: game. There you go. Play it left, boot Whatever. <laughs> bootsy. Whatever, bootsy. Because my anyway, boots fucking. Play it left, boot <laughs> bootsy, I'm not. <laughs> Did you watch the game last night, James?
0: <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, you know, I've I've done a couple of ten hour stints of just sitting there playing this oh, in, instead that. of instead instead of all the things. All the things, but I've really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed actually, you know, just doing something for me because for, for the last three months I've done fucking nothing for me and nothing for Mrs. ADHD, no, but just me. doing something for me. I, I enjoy. Oh, why, why would I do anything for you? Actually, other, you than car- a lot. other than carry you through this second part of your career. Yeah, like
1: Sid Little carries the, that other one. So.
0: <laughs> Eddie Large.
1: <laughs> Very much your niche area, this. It ITV, is my um,
0: Right. The next question I've actually answered my own is what stupid thing have you been doing instead of what you were supposed to be doing? Playing football manager for me, really. Um doing you get that to play and...
1: football with bootsy. No, you himself. don't. You you, you get to,
0: with Bootsy. You get to pick Bootsy and, and tell him how to play alongside other teammates, but you don't get to play it. So it's a bit like a shit version of FIFA where you don't play each other, you just pick the team, tell them what the tactics are, and then they play but I won the league and the Champions League so it was worth those two 10 hour stints
1: instead of no, doing all the stuff I was meant to yeah. be doing sounds like really healthy you? yeah What about you so I'm on holiday at the moment because the kids are off school and I've also I'm not drinking at the moment and not drinking frees up an awful lot of time for domestic anxiety <laughs> all I say. It, it <laughs> is you wake up and you feel pretty fresh, and you go, "Right, I cannot push. I can't push a swing for three hours today. What the fuck? What do I do? Is it? Too... What do I do? And then it goes on till late, doesn't it? Life, the day. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. so I'm trying to find nice things to do. James, is, your to is your knee still? Is your knee still? My knee's still knackered. I can. I've got a cycling machine in my. In my in My bedroom in the west wing, and it's all attached to one of these. Uh, yeah,
0: oh, I was about to say, you mean an exercise bike, but it's one of those things you put
1: a bike on, and yeah, yeah, it's my road bike, bike. right? Because I, because I do, as you well know, James, I like to do little mini triathlons for fun. I've seen um, the pictures, yeah, it's my cocaine, isn't it? That. <laughs> <try> <laughs> it's it it. I have fixed everything in the house. Good God, it's very it is very hard. Ding, but mm-hmm. it's really nice having the meds work more evenly. But oh.
0: so so the stupid thing you've been doing instead of what you was supposed to be doing is fixing the house instead of drinking. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, I'm not supposed to be doing anything. That's the thing. Oh, yeah, but actually, yeah, I'm supposed yeah. to be spending more time with the kids, and I do, I, like, hours and hours, but there's no limit. They're insatiable. That Like, you do 18 things with them, take them to the soft play, p- place, you take them to do this, and then they go, I'm That's bored, you never thing. do anything. <laughs> like, it, there is no limit to the amount of things they're I,
0: I, I mean, I, I wouldn't know, obviously, because, you know, not having kids, oh, yeah. not being able to have kids, yeah, It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, we'll take a break, and we'll be back in part two to answer some questions from our community. See you in a bit.
1: Alex, hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. Jesus, already. Will you be my balance? Welcome back to... Episode 71 of the ADHD adults, part two of our extra special second ever 2023 Thursday edition, where we are talking about all things CBT from last Monday's episode, but also, as always, we're having questions from the ADHD community from all over the Twitters and the and ticker, James, and, and Instagram, but chiefly... From the ADHD adults Discord community, which is many, many thousands of lovely, lovely people. We really, really like it there. Mm. Come and lurk, or come and engage, or come and just say hello in the introductions. We're almost entirely friendly. And we like you. Are you ready for the first Discord question? Jimmy Malad.
0: Jimmy Malad. Right. Yeah. Mm. Oh a boot? Was it boots? I've already forgotten what the <laughs> character.
1: <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> I, think I said that. Yeah. Um <laughs> This is from uh, uh, Sarah and Spugner. It says, I really saw myself in the last episode about justice sensitivity. I I choose these questions at random. That was weeks ago. And I Mm. keep wondering, though, if there are so many things coming along with ADHD, like RSD, justice sensitivity, sex struggles, addictions, imposter syndrome, why none of those are considered in the diagnostic criteria. What a bloody good question, James. Do you you want to smash that one's doors in? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, really what I'm, not, I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of too much sleep.
0: Oh my God. Okay, I'll attempt to smash its back doors in. That's
1: what you said. I
0: just said you doors. Did. Oh. <laughs> <Smash> its- <laughs> you driven yourself away there didn freud didn't slip there <laughs> um yeah because the diagnostic criteria is shit. that's, that's not answer. that's not correct no, i'm so, listen, no listen so the diagnostic process which is very robust and um a, a very ableist and very discriminatory because it was designed in white you know adolescent or uh, uh, by children, healthy male male children, people. by healthy people, normally many. Uh, is this is this weird? You know, nine symptoms of inattentiveness, nine of hyperactivity, impulsivity. As an adult, you need five of either or both to go diagnosis, as well as the other stuff. Symptoms present as a child, symptoms as an adult. Two parts of your life are shit because of the symptoms and, and etc. Um, so. You saying no, the diagnostic criteria aren't shit. I, I, I would, I would disagree with because not everybody has all nine symptoms of inattentiveness, and yet one can be inattentive. I know I've done that wrong. I don't care. So <laughs> I, had, I think I had, I think I had seven. I think I had
1: seven or six. Yeah, we know why um, that was, though, don't we? I know we've said it before. No, it was, it
0: was, it was, it was the hyperactivity ones that I couldn't be asked to fit. I'm, I'm more hyperactive than I am um, inattentive. You know, so, so not, we don't all have all the symptoms of inattentiveness or hyperactivity. Now, we also all don't have RSD. And I know that RSD, you know, a lot of um, psychiatrists and psychologists will say, well, it's, you know, it's not a real thing. It's not in the diagnostic manual. It's it's a collective kind of experience, justice sensitivity. Again, these things aren't as, there's not as much evidence behind how they are assessed you know, validated questionnaires, etc. et cetera. But for my mind, there's a lot that isn't in the diagnostic criteria that should be used to direct a psychiatrist towards a diagnosis. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that it would be, well, yeah, you've got no, no inattentiveness, no hyperactivity, but you've got RSD, justice sensitivity, sex struggles, addictions, and therefore your ADHD. But for those people that are subthreshold, maybe four Symptoms not five. I think it would be useful to look at those things and ask questions using validated questionnaires about those things. It might give a clinician a better idea about diagnosing somebody using a process which is fundamentally flawed. What about you, Al? What are your thoughts?
1: I think what you're describing is a lot of people's experience of what practically does happen is they just go on the the those nine elements from the DCM manual. But but if you look at the the actual guidelines, then what did I, did I say? What did I say? DCM, DCM? you said, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So I, You know, sometimes when you have to keep swapping languages, James, it's hard to <laughs> remember how the letters are pronounced. You hmm. sock. A massive sock. <laughs> 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 They're supposed to do that, essentially. Yeah. So if you just take the those criteria, the diagnostic criteria are not the, the DSM-5, that's supposed to influence a really good clinician's hmm conversations and thoughts but you're right it often doesn't and the, the and therefore it can be missed so I would say they're not perfect and it's it's how they utilize that's the problem by busy stroke not lazy but you know busy stroke hmm. people who maybe aren't educated or trained in it well enough if you if you if you're not an expert I would also say that the 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 reason a lot of these things like RSD and emotional dysregulation aren't in the diagnostic criteria of the DSM because I know some of those people, and they really do, really, really do care, and they they really do. It's because it's not 100% clear if they're a response to growing up with this shit disorder, sort of a response to the trauma of it, and you can't really include that in a psychiatric manual of biological criteria, which is why you're supposed to have those conversations. If you, you can't do that, I think some of them, like RSD and you know, emotional dysregulation, maybe in the next DSM will be because it appears to be not just some of us, but almost every single one of us.
0: So, what I find interesting about that is, and I know you're not either clever enough or um, magic enough to see into the future, but how would you yeah. fit that into a diagnostic criteria? It couldn't be like a tick box. Do you feel sensitivity extremely?
1: Oh, my brain, obviously, my yeah, grandma's bad. Yeah. No, do, you, you do you
0: feel it? Ext- really?
1: Yeah, yeah, you can use words like inappropriate or or mm. not normal, but but you know, a clinician's able to understand what the what regular responses to RSD feel like. You know what you know, and you nearly quit your job because you told a no, I do, no, uh, no, I do. No I, one I, laughed. I
0: get it. it wasn't yeah, well, yeah, sausage fingers. Followed it, obviously, they all laughed. Yeah. <left>. yeah, whoops, <laughs> sausage fingers. Um, yeah, no, 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 but the point I'm saying is that you can tick off all oh, five out of nine. But then I don't see how you would add emotional dysregulation and RSD in because they're not.
1: Oh, I see. Because it isn't. You'd have to completely
0: change the strict. Yeah, it couldn't. It couldn't be three presentations. It would have to be subtype presentations. So your combined type with RSD or combined type with emotional dysregulation. It's it's a. It's a difficult thing to do.
1: Everyone with ADHD has RSD, Mm. so you wouldn't have to. It would just be another thing to look for for Mm. for because you you can give a diagnosis of ADHD if they haven't reached those five. It's you just have to be go on interview and reflections and, and they they are allowed to do that. They just, as you well know, often Mm. don't. So I I think that the utilization of it is a problem. The fact that they're very conservative with a small C, they're not wankers. Um, These guys. So they're, they're, not often not able to react as quickly as they, they should, but it's supposed to be used as a guideline to influence the f- robust medical practice, which it doesn't. God, it's yeah. weird without Sam here, isn't it? Yeah,
0: because we we just talk and say stuff, and yeah, I don't get interrupted
1: interrupted as much. Sorry, I just
0: burped. burped oh, pardon me. Oh, that is um, that
1: is horrendous.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, shall I read the next one? I don't know how it works. Next one, do we do it? Question, you dickhead. There's three questions. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Please do. Okay, this is from somebody called Lisa, who said, Hi, I wanted to ask a question based off the back of my recent assessment experience. The psychiatrist was very focused on explaining in rabbit ears, ADHD, as the result of repressed negative emotions in childhood. In... The psychiatrist words, we experience trauma in childhood and as a result, use distraction to avoid dealing with the negative emotions. He said that as a result, we become adults who are addicted to distraction as a coping mechanism. Talked about a lot of studies where children grow out of their ADHD as adults and seems to offer that as proof. He even went so far as to suggest generational trauma when I said that my parents and brother show traits of ADHD. He also said all people with ADHD have pathological demand avoidance. It's a lot of questions in there. Mostly, I wanted to know your opinions on this. Do you want to go first, Al?
1: <laughs> fucking hell. No. Gabo marty has got a lot to fucking mm. answer for, hasn't he? Yep. Jesus. God damn it. Uh, there is some evidence that trauma is... is uh, a trigger for adhd adhd like any other partially genetic disorder is is so annoying this i have to say this over and over again yeah we understand that it's not like a one gene so if you have Mm. it you've got adhd if you haven't but and there are environmental factors at play but but if you have got all of the genetics of adhd you're gonna have a bit of those things even if they don't reach clinical significance you're not gonna be you know, someone who can just sit there all day focusing on whatever they want to, based on priorities. Even if you haven't got ADHD, you're still going to be like that. It, it's so obvious from from twin studies, from sibling studies, mm-hmm. that this idea that we were all brought up in the same way and we were all traumatically abused for, in our upbringing for how we how we are is is it's telling me what my lived experience is. Mm. Someone did that on Twitter to me. They told me I didn't yet appreciate how hard my upbringing was when i said all right it's fine i like really i'm still like brilliant friends with my mom and dad who gave me an adhd friendly life and mm. i know that that is not that that bit isn't science do apologize it's, it's that's yeah. personal but it's just not tr- addicted to distraction fuck off yeah yeah just um patronizing bullshit it it, it is
0: so I, as you know, I got into an argument with somebody on Ticker about this after the Gabor t- Marte. The Ticker, the ticker after, after this. Um, the first thing I'd say is, and we say this a lot, is if you want to think or if you believe that your ADHD was caused by trauma, that's absolutely fine. Nobody can nobody yeah, can tell you. Yeah, nobody can, nobody can say to you what your ADHD is or isn't, but don't go telling other people that theirs was caused by trauma because you don't know that it was. And unless you are... An expert in the field that understands all the literature and has found some incredible studies that we can't find or that the world federation of adhd or the the european (laughs) association of adhd psychiatrists can't find it's not true a couple of really good examples of, of why it's not not true there actually are some very rare single gene mutations that can cause adhd but there isn't an adhd gene but what we know is that Normally, hundreds of small mutations add up to create a risk of developing ADHD. And you can think of that as a massive pile of firewood doused in petrol that's sitting there. Now, an environmental event, it could be prenatal exposure to, to toxins. It could be uh, institutional deprivation. That's the match that lights that fire. and. What we know from really, really well-designed studies is that the genetics of ADHD are what causes it. The environmental factors are associated. So we know that the environmental factors don't cause ADHD. They, if you like, they are the the match that starts the fire built on this huge bonfire of of genetic mutations that mean our brain, in the right circumstances, will develop differently. Yes, Al?
1: You're so right. You said yes, Sal, because I had my hand up. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is not a single environmental factor that is proven to cause ADHD. We know. We, how, how are they still saying it? It's so weird. It is. It is. And the last thing I'll say is there is
0: there is something interesting about generational trauma. We we know there's something called epigenetics. For those of you that know a little bit of biology, our our genetic code, DNA, is made up of um, uh, uh, four bases which which pair together. And a mutation is when one of those bases is, is changed or substituted or deleted. And that, that mutation changes the structure of your DNA. But your DNA can have other molecules stick to it. And that can switch on or switch off the expression of some genes. What genes do is they generally tend to make your body make proteins. So insulin has a gene. And, and cells in the body can use the insulin gene as a blueprint to make insulin which is a protein and we know actually that that generationally exposure to traumatic experiences people who live through wars people who were abused as children their epigenetics can be passed on this epigenetic imprint can be passed on to to further generations so in in the future it is possible when we look more into the epigenetics of adhd that we will understand better generational trauma but all of the studies so far suggest it's around 78 to 88 percent
1: heritable yes and usually only one or two yeah. generations yeah, yeah usually only yeah. one or two generations epigenetics and then it goes back to normal it's, yeah. it was just it, we've evolved it for for uh, i nearly said it was designed then <laughs> mm. god done it it was uh it was specifically designed evolved because for for example, starvation, so rabbits that that grow up under starvation conditions, their offspring and their offspring's offspring are more likely to food hunt because of mm. changes to their DNA, but after a couple of generations of food, that'll go away back to normal
0: yeah, and the last the last thing I'll say, which I think is for me it's it's a just a such a simple study, but it's so powerful. if you take two identical twins who were adopted and grew up in completely different environments. If one of them's got ADHD, the other's got a slightly greater than 80% chance of also having ADHD. And that gives you an indication of how powerful the genetics are. Two completely different environments. One could be, you know, uh, could be traumatic and could be stressful. It could be Danny DeVito (laughs) twins. And that gives you an indication of how important the genetics are. Anyway. I want to add
1: something. They, 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 this really, really good letter also said that their doctor said all people with ADHD have mm. pathological demand avoidance. My God, that's not true. Half of all adults with ADHD I meet have the fucking opposite. Mm. They're people pleasers because they're so afraid of, <clears> you know, <throat> all, ironically from growing up probably with feeling shit and feeling like, the, oh God, the rubbish, everything. They say yes to everything at the the, the cost of their own mental and physical health. Yeah. And it's yeah. and
0: Lisa. It's such a great. It's such a great question. That's reminded me. I also wanted to say something else. And then we will move on to the final question. And that we is... won't take. The, let's
1: not do the final question. Okay. I want to okay. keep talking about this. It's so
0: good. Okay. So that. So that is that. This. This psychiatrist saying that we experience trauma in childhood, and as a result, we use distraction to avoid dealing with negative emotions, <clears throat> and then we become addicted to distraction. Doesn't take into account the. Well-established and defined changes to the structure and function of the brain. You know, we we don't choose <laughs> to avoid situations. We don't go. well, I'm not going to pay attention to that. I'll look over there. No, the, the areas really of the brain. Pay attention yeah, too much. Exactly, the areas of the brain involved with attention, cognitive inhibition, stopping ourselves from doing stuff, and emotion look and work differently in ADHD brains. That doesn't happen by a child choosing to ignore something because it's not a nice thing to pay attention to.
1: It's absolutely mad. James uses this, and I hate i hate to say it, reasonably good analogy, <laughs> yeah. that a brain's a bit like London with the underground map overlaid over all of London. And it's a bit like saying, if somebody, <laughs> that, that one entire, the district line could reroute and reverse, and then hmm. three stops of the circle line could just disappear. And and that's how the ADHD brain looks. And that could happen just just magically because someone's thinking about it. It's yeah. This thing develops from in utero. It's a neurodevelopmental disorder. Go fuck yourself. And just to have the final word, because I like to. Yeah, you need to.
0: Just to remind you, it's a psychiatrist that said this. I mean... Oh my that, god! That that that's incredible, psychiatrist. Anyway, at least yeah. that was that was a brilliant question. I know we've gone on yeah. for a long time, but I think it was really important. We'll take another break and we'll come back for part three, where we'll, well I suppose Alex will, because I've never had it. Talk a little bit more about CBT. See you in a bit. Shh. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> trumpet.
1: Welcome back to episode 71 of the ADHD al- adults. The ADHD, ADHD Alex. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: fucking wish, mate.
1: I really do. <laughs> Damn it. I'm glad we, I'm glad we edit in post and this won't go out. Welcome back to will. episode Yeah, I know. Episode 71 of the ADHD adults with Alex. We're talking about the CBT uh, and taking questions to the community in part three as always in this extra special thursday episode number nine probably yeah i think so the second ever one in 2023 we're (laughs) discussing anything we missed or anything we think about the theme which of course was cognitive cognitive behavioral therapy or cbt first question as always jimmy jim Jimmy, Jimmy, jim 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 bob what made you choose the last idea for a theme
0: i didn't you did for once
1: that's it that's all you're gonna say yeah
0: yeah you chose it i didn't want to do it it's true i, I let you i'd let you choose one and you know actually it's it's a it's a good it's a good uh, it's a good topic but yeah no
1: can't even say it, it normally can you that i did a good nope. thing <laughs> <Nope. Wow. laughs>
0: what about you alex what made you choose the only idea you've had for a theme in about the last 15
1: episodes thanks for asking james i say <laughs> to a lot of people who ask me the medication for ADHD is effective, but it's better in combination with therapy, and chiefly that means CBT. Other therapies are available. I say that to a lot of people, James, even though they haven't asked, and they reply with, sorry, this is a private conversation. Uh, but as James summarized earlier, it has to be aimed at ADHD, and we wanted to get that across in this uh, This. Mm. The first, on Monday's podcast, because it's so important that you feel empowered, and we felt empowered, and still do to say to people, "Look, do you know about this?" Because I can, you know, find another one if you're paying for it. Mm. That's why, really. Yes, it works, but not always. Depends on who does it and what they do. Um, the other, the question we always ask at this point is: Was there a thought or tip or spunk trump from you, James, <laughs> that you forgot to say on Monday? Can you remember?
0: yeah no there there's there's a few things. The first thing I'd like to say is it's not a one shot deal thing. You can have repeated bouts of Cbt Bouts? <laughs> courses courses of Cbt <laughs> yeah. magic tree yeah I'm sorry I, I can't I can't come into that I've had a bout of Cbt um <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know why I did it in that voice um, have
1: um, it with these
0: books yeah yes you can you can have repeated courses of Cbt because remember. The people that are listening that have adhd probably most of you nothing works forever every coping mechanism eventually will fail and will need to be adapted or amended or reintroduced or changed or made more novel and cbt is no different so it's likely that cbt will have or it's possible that cbt will have a profound impact on your adhd symptoms or your associated symptoms but that might not last forever in fact it won't last forever but having another course of CBT is possible and can help. So that's the first thing. So if you do have CBT and then a year later you you think, well, back where I was, that's okay. We've got ADHD, it happens. The other thing I'd like to do just really quickly is I'd like to, I suppose, speak to the people for whom, Alex, meds don't work. Is that correct? It is. I don't fucking get in. For those people... <clears throat> you know, we, I, I'm really lucky in that stimulants really work with me and, <laughs> um, and therefore, you know, I can, I can just about function, but for people for whom either the stimulants or the non-stimulant medication don't work, which is 20% of adults with ADHD, you know, there's not a lot of support, is there? You know, with coaching, you know, we've talked about it. coaching really can help, but the evidence base isn't great. You need a good coach. CBT, for some people it might be the only thing <clears throat> other than having people around who are really good and thoughtful and 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 learn about ADHD to help them. And part of the reason for this is, again, coming back to not knocking the NHS or the people that work in it. It's an incredible organization, but it's massively under-resourced. The, f- the funding isn't there for everybody who could benefit from CBT to get CBT. It, the funding isn't there so that everybody who has an ADHD assessment who is still struggling in at least one area of life after medication to have a psychosocial needs assessment, to see what other support can be put in place. It's just not there. And you are entitled to support. I, for me, it's a human right. Why shouldn't you have the same chance of having a happy and successful life as everybody else? Literally so, one I'll of get the laws. A, yeah, I'll get up a soapbox and you can stick your tip in, Al. I'll do
1: I don't think you can say ding if you've done it on purpose.
0: I didn't actually do it on purpose. Really?
1: Yeah. I, I like that. Oh, I like, in that case, big, <laughs> in that case, it's a great big ding, ding, <laughs> ding. Mine's a, a tricky one uh, I, again. So, evidence base for this for CBT working and coaching working, and you know that James and I are scientists. well, I am, and and the evidence is really important <laughs> to us. Is <laughs> what we do. However. There are some things that is notoriously difficult to measure, even with a randomised twenty thousand people mm. clinical trial. An anecdote, anecdotal research is still evidence. It's just not as uh, no, it, it can be useful. It's, it's not as robust mathematically, but there are. And what what I'm what I'm trying to say is, how do you measure? You're saying, that someone you're, feels you're, happy? saying you're really bad. You're saying you're really badly. On you. I was again using a narrative device, James. Yeah. That, but, um, oh wait, was that, that was yeah. deliberate. Yeah, it's where you where you say something in a really shit, terrible way to make people <laughs> like you, and <laughs> then get your
0: mate Bootsy to come in and finish it off. <laughs>
1: to, to the play the fo- football, Bootsy to to whom to whomever you choose, one can choose for himself. I i am had I've had coaching and I've had therapy and it made me feel more motivated to do things that i needed to do to change my life which i did then go and change but the therapy itself didn't change those things so in a clinical trial it would have said didn't make a difference to his life but a long term mm-hmm. indirect effect was that i felt more motivated and supported and enabled over a really long period of time to do things which aren't actually how do you measure happiness or motivation you can't you can't it's, it's almost impossible and so I would say that if it works for you, or even if you feel it does, that's enough, and and that's okay. So screw you, science you loser. <laughs> <laughs> and Boots you <laughs> off to anecdote land. That's it. That's it. I'm stopping. I can't even do that. Science is good. Brilliant. Um, James, right. science is where you work things out using some. <sighs> Is that? that? Yeah, it is, yeah. That was episode 71, probably, of the ADHD Adults. And it was the second ever Thursday extradition of the ADHD Adults podcast in 2023. After Monday's <laughs> episode on ADHD and regular resolutions, it says here. New Year's resolutions. CBT. CBT. Oh, new crap. Episode yes, I wrote the wrong damn it. If you like this nonsense, unlikely, and want to get involved, please come and join us on the Discord, the ADHD adults group. You can search for it now because there's a lot of us, Chaotic Squirrel Wave, or contact us on the other socials such as uh, Elon Musk's Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, the, the Facebook swans, the, the, which is the Facebook and the Instagram, uh, MySpace and Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Bye all. See ya. Trigger warning box on. Class <laughs> on the clack Big blacks, the Trigger warning klaxon on. claxon, on the clack warning, claxon. Claxon, clacks on the on